0: Life.
1: all right great good
0: yeah
2: welcome back john hey,
1: hey. <clears throat> <laughs> i'm the enthusiasm i'm not, I'm not feeling 100 so i apologize with low energy or don't talk much well you, you've been gone for so long we want to hear the stories that, gone for uh, two
2: weeks yeah um but you've been doing so much i know oh my god i'm
1: so exhausted
2: (laughs) um i'm trying to think how how we should break it up why don't you why don't you talk about your the the not pack stuff first well and then we'll do pack stuff like like drive drive it into like what we're playing and stuff like
1: that well first i did packs so i was gone for uh, close to a week for that but then after packs uh we had our live show start yeah, I want to hear, how did this happen? I remember seeing a tweet a couple of weeks ago and was like, whoa, this seems like a big deal. So, last year at PAX East, ironically enough, uh, we had people from Real Good Touring watch us, watch our show and they liked it, and they asked if we want to do a traveling show this year. So, this has been in the works for about a year, close to. Uh, we've been planning things out. They've been handling, like, locations for us and, like, hotels and travel and stuff like that. And uh they got us in the venues and then we we built the show together. It's uh and this was it, the first time you did it? Yeah, we did two shows this trip. So we did Is there more planned? Uh it's gonna depend entirely on how these went. Oh well, do you not know yet or we well like we know it went well.
2: <laughs> we don't okay. know like
1: exact numbers like okay how much money did we get to cover like expenses and is this going to be viable to keep doing right is it profitable yeah that kind of stuff like all yeah. all the annoying sub questions we know that viewers liked it we liked it uh, we just have to make sure that everything matches up like we can't just keep doing it and just keep losing money sure i'd have to assume
2: the audience numbers at the live shows would have been less than a video game convention oh, supers
1: like um our theater at PAX East capped at 600. Uh, our first show brought in, I think it was about 130 people. And that was in a theater. Now, in, that was in the Boston. same city, right? Yeah, that was in a theater in Boston or Somerville specifically, which is just outside Boston or part of the greater area. Okay. Um, that was uh, the day after the con. So it was Monday. And then the did, show. Did anyone go to both? No. Well, I mean, besides us, know? no.
2: Okay. Well, I'm assuming some of the audience had to have gone to both. I don't know. Uh, Maybe.
1: Yeah, I think turnout for the Boston show was about 130 something, and then turnout for the New Jersey show was about 150, 160 something. I don't know the exact number. We haven't gotten the exact number on that one yet. Okay. But uh, basically, all the chairs that were available were gone. Like it was, it would have been close to standing room if any more people joined. So we did. So it was sold out. It wasn't sold out, but it was like. They would have let people in for standing room. Oh, okay, all right. But we did we did pretty good on those. From apparently, is what we've been told. Uh, we had our friends, nice. family, Jules and Adriana. They did a concert for us, and then we did the game show. We did Q and As and like photos with uh, VIPs earlier before the show started. Um, it was honestly just a lot of fun. Like we had merch for sale. We had posters, pins, and shirts. Like it was, it was a it was a good time. We uh, we had to drive in a van from Boston to New Jersey, which was interesting. Uh, friend of the show, Vernon Shaw, was our tour manager, so he uh, he drove us. Wait, I know that name. Yeah, Hot Pepper Gaming, Dream Daddy. Okay, I thought it was that guy. Yeah, okay. He was he was our uh, our tour leader, I guess, for lack of a better term. How long is that drive? Uh, five hours, I think. With New Jersey traffic turned to six.
2: Okay, that's not too bad. That's like from here to L.A.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Uh, it, the shitty thing though was uh, one of us was sick in the van, so that's why everyone else is now sick. Oh, great! Because we spent six, been, like six wearing a hours. mask or something. Yeah, we spent six hours in the same van together. We did not avoid much. What
2: um. What made you pick those cities? I'm assuming the first one was because it's near PAX.
1: Yeah, the touring company picked them both. Um, it, they made sense to stick to the East Coast because we were already there for PAX. Boston, yeah. Boston was obviously logically because of PAX. Uh, New Jersey was because it was close to New York, but it was a small enough theater to test it out. Because this was technically a test tour. This was not like we're guaranteed to be doing these from here on out. It was just like, all right, is this viable? Let's see if your audience will show up. Okay, yeah, so you didn't, did. did you have any like knowledge of like we have
2: an audience in New York, New Jersey, or was it just like New York's there? There has to be people.
1: More, I think it was more or less that and based on like previous tours that uh, the other channels they'd taken out have done before, like the Game Grumps and that. So, oh, okay, all right. That's cool. It was really cool. The The weirdest thing was having like our show name on like a marquee next to like a bunch of bands. Like that was really weird. It was kind of cool. Yeah, I saw your Twitter. Yeah, I bet. Uh, That is cool. Everyone in our group seemed to want to do more. uh, So we didn't, we don't hate each other yet, which is a good sign. But yeah. Yeah, I got some Canadian ones. I hope so. Because it'd be nice to stay in the country. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I can't see that happening. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm going to be real. You're totally
1: right. Like like maybe Toronto.
2: it it would just be toronto
1: that's all it would be it would be frustrating as hell for me but it would be toronto it would toronto i mean maybe vancouver but i feel
2: like toronto would be the first one yeah there's just so few like canadians compared to americans so
1: i i would love it if we did one here in calgary so i didn't have to leave that'd be fantastic just like everyone has to stay in like a hotel i'm just sleeping in my bed suckers yeah i well good luck hopefully man fingers crossed we've got so much stuff going on i'm just so tired so i guess i should also contextualize this uh after the first show in boston we sold our house (laughs) oh that's right yeah so uh we've been busy with a lot of things basically as soon as we got home we did grocery shopping and then we hit the ground running looking for a place to live because we now have a deadline of sorts to uh Get a new house because we couldn't actually put any offers out on houses until our house was listed for sale and our house was listed for sale the day we got on a plane to go to Boston. Oh, okay. So, like, have you found a place? No. Yeah, I would assume that would take a while. It's going to take a bit. We got to hope to God that we can move in before uh, we run out of time on this one. So. Okay. And as so you can you, see, I, I saw this I don't know if you can say do, how much
2: time do you have until you have to leave this house?
1: Um I think it's okay to say that May 10th. So essentially Okay, that's that's a month. that seems a doable.
0: Month.
1: Yeah. But essentially what we need to do is we need to find the house, do like the inspections, all that jazz, and then finalize it and make sure that the people are either that they're living there move out before we need to move in or that right. they're already moved out and we can just move in at leisure. Right. It sounds like a ball of stress. Yeah, just a little bit. And then the real problem is uh, May first. I have to leave for TRG Coliseum, which is our charity marathon. Oh, is so that the thing you do every year? Yeah, it is now. This is the second year for it. Oh, okay. What am I thinking of? You think the TRG trips, what? maybe? Maybe those are just generic trips. And they're usually in May too. So, oh, okay. like, May is just going to be chaos, because it's literally like, go to Coliseum, come back, move to new got house. got May the 4th, and that's a big Star Wars day. Yeah, that'll do so it. So, like, we, that's going to mo- get in the way. We <laughs> move to the new house, then I leave again for TRG trip and MomoCon, and then come back. So Reese has to do, like, a bunch of stuff without me. She's going to miss out on, she's probably missing out on Coliseum, just to make sure we can have a house to live in. So everything's nice everything's really fucked up timing-wise right now cool so that's what's going on in my life <laughs> how about you guys
2: um well like i said before i'm on uh, like week three of this cold maybe allergies what about you paul i'm good haven't been up to anything no i want to go see shazam because that just came out mm. uh, but my girlfriend's out of town this weekend oh no so i don't get to see it till like wednesday which is a bummer. I want to see that too. I did, however, already. I bought Avengers tickets already. To make sure I could see it opening night. That seems nice. so early. <clears throat> they went on sale and yeah. we, uh, we just wanted to make sure we could see it opening night. Um, so I had a, some free time near the theater and I was like, I might as well go pick them up now. Yeah, sure. So going to go do that. That's exciting. Other than that, nothing. Nothing going on with me, really. Um, this is the top-down perspective for April fifth. I'm Sean Booker.
0: I'm Paul Fleck. I'm
2: John Wheeler. All right, uh, let's give John a break. Uh, <clears throat> Paul, what have you been
0: playing? Shitload of Risk of Rain two. It's all I've been doing all week. Uh, okay. Still working on grinding out the last few items. I think I have four or five left. But otherwise, I'm almost completely done with that game. As it is. Have you beaten it before? Oh, there's no ending. It just loops forever until you die.
2: Oh, weird. The first game was not
0: like that. Well, it's in early access. It's not officially out. So they're still Uh, adding stuff. They're still adding a bunch of characters and items. And they're going to add, I'm assuming, an ending eventually. But as it is right now, I have almost everything completed. So there's... No reason to go back to it unless like people want to play because that online multiplayer works flawlessly and it is so fun. But uh, yeah, not a whole lot How more. stages are in there four. Well, it loops back to the first one after the fourth one, but there's two versions of World One, two versions of World Two, and then three and four are the ice and fire stage, respectively.
2: Do they have multiple versions or no?
0: No, they're just the same.
2: Cool. Yeah. I'm I'm looking to get into it probably this weekend.
0: Yeah, it's really, really good. They had their first patch come out this week, which uh, nerfed one of the more annoying bosses that like consistently can heal itself. And it was just as they put it, a slog to fight, even if you were overpowered. So they didn't want it to just be like, oh, we just have to wait here and shoot for 10 minutes sort of thing. So they nerfed that a little bit. And they uh, are working on balancing one of the characters that feels a little too strong right now.
2: I don't remember the numbers. I don't have them in front of me. But I think I read that it sold really well.
0: I think, like, f- I had it in front of me, but I closed it. Was it was like
2: 500,000 or. or f- I
0: think it's 500,000. 500,000
2: or something like that.
0: 500,000 yeah. sounds right. So, yeah. Good
2: for them. Being out for, what, one week?
0: Yeah, no. Um. I mean, it's a good game, first of all. I think they did themselves a lot of favor not building it up and just kind of releasing it on the spot. They did themselves a lot of favors by giving you a free copy to give to a friend so you can play the multiplayer if you buy it.
2: Right. But I understand that wasn't even like the majority of the sales. Um, I think it was like it was like less than 200,000 were with the getting an extra copy. So Mm -hmm. like there are only at like 650. Mm hmm like total users but i think they had like 500 individual sales
0: yeah no they've been doing very well so
2: yeah good for them man
0: mm-hmm. yeah not a whole lot more to say about that i'm waiting for more updates basically uh yep yeah uh the i guess the weird one is i've been playing blades because that was like i guess officially an early access for people now and uh yep. i've been playing that mostly I got today. In a few days ago. Okay. I've been playing that mostly today, and um, I guess I'm more than anything surprised at how well it runs. Like, it's actually quite good, and I really have been enjoying it. It's a little basic because, of course, it is. It's a phone game, but, like, you know how they showed in the presentation playing one-handed mode, and then you turn it, and then you can play with two hands with, like, Not like a fake online uh, controller, but like wherever you put your fingers contextually will basically be like two analog sticks to like look around and move respectively and stuff like that. Like it works completely flawlessly for me. And it's been kind of just a fun like thing I've been doing in my downtime today between uh, chores and stuff of just like I'm going to do this mission to save some people and get some like wood to build uh blacksmith i think is like the first like thing other than the town hall in your little city building experience thing yeah no this is uh it's elder scrolls blades elder scroll blades
2: those who don't know yeah um i find that game boring
0: do you it's elder scrolls Uh, though like it's that it but like script stripped down into like i don't know the very basics of holding down on your screen to attack (laughs) yeah no i i think that
2: yeah it's like it's too basic you're i'm just running down these corridors until an enemy runs into me and then i you know tap on them until i win yeah like i i just i don't know it's just not grabbing me at all and i'm just like not really having fun with it i haven't played much because i find it
1: pretty boring actually
0: okay i think it's totally fine i disagree wholeheartedly uh i'm not when did this even
1: come out i thought this was still a ways away
0: it's not technically out it's in early access currently so they opened
1: up early
2: access for everyone today yeah um but like last week i think it was like on the podcast day or like maybe the night before actually they were like letting people into it at a very slow rate yeah that's right and i think i got in around I want to say on Monday I got in or or Tuesday, Mm -hmm. but I I, like I said I saw the notification today that was like everyone get in now, go nuts. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know what it's missing from what it's going to be. Yeah, I haven't put a ton of time into it.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure either. Of course, there is the like phone thing of you got a cool chest and you could spend money if you want to open it quicker. Otherwise, you're going to wait three hours or whatever. It does do that sort of thing. Um. I don't know. I wasn't expecting anything from this because I don't care about phone games generally at all, especially like an Elder Scrolls phone game sounded like it was going to be garbage and it's totally playable and fine. Yeah, that's all I've been playing.
1: All right.
2: Uh, well, I'll go because, yeah, so I I played a very tiny bit of Blades. Um, I've been playing another uh, phone game, though, uh, called Power Node which is probably the closest thing you're going to be able to find to mini metro uh which is a fantastic game can't recommend mini metro enough uh so this is similar to that in in which like it looks basically like mini metro um but it's doing it's dealing with like power converters and and energy and stuff like that so you'll have like little areas coming up that you need to send energy to and then you'll have like little batteries and you draw a line so that they start pumping energy to that one um but then you'll get some um i don't know uh some numbers that'll be like a nine and I, you have a four and a five so you need to combine those into one thing and then draw draw the nine to the nine stuff like that and then it gets harder when they start adding in like Negative uh power numbers, and you have to like subtract away because you're doing too much power and stuff like that, and it's you know similar to mini Metro, you're figuring out what's the most efficient way to send the energy where it needs to go without it taking too long because you have to attach like multiple batteries to multiple nodes, uh multiple nodes our battery can be getting used in like three different ways, which will slow it down, stuff like that. Um, it is not as good as mini Metro. Uh, this one kind of just ramps up real hard, real quick, um, which is a bit of a bummer. Uh, it's also not as interesting as mini Metro mini Metro has like, you know, different train types. It has tunnels you have to deal with. There's, there's like different areas and cities. This is the same, uh, just, you know, blank canvas that you just kind of play at whatever random generated they, they're going to give you over and over again. And they don't, they don't mix it up. There's no like menu screen kind of. So it's definitely not as good as Mini Metro, but if you really like Mini Metro, you might get something out of this uh, because it's pretty similar. Again, that's Power Node. Uh, I also finished up Shadow of the Tomb Raider this week.
0: Oh, nice. Okay,
2: Um, So glad to be done that because that took a while. That story is garbage. Yeah. You can pet llamas, though, which was pretty good. (laughs) Um,
0: Does it stick a good ending or like is it kind of boring all throughout?
2: Uh, it's pretty whatever yeah. the story okay. completely throughout i i could not care less about the, the story laura is just like a bad person so it's just kind of annoying to have to yeah control her um but i enjoyed you know traversing that world i did all the tombs there's you know the nine tombs uh so those parts were fun i i liked that part uh probably the more interesting one though is i played through the shape shifting detective
0: okay yeah that's a that's an interesting one for sure,
2: yeah, so that's an f m v game and it has Jenks from contradiction, yep um as you don't play as Jenks, but it has that actor, he's like the chief this time, uh but you know it's silly and goofy like an f m v game is um I had a bit of issue with some of the story uh lines specifically there was times where like characters would react or they would do something. And then when I come back to talk to them, it's like that never happened. Yeah. Um, so the, the game could definitely use some polishing. Um, like it just seems like, you know, they didn't end up filming everything. So they had to kind of like tie some loose ends together a little bit just so that, you know, like, like the the flow chart would work properly or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's fun. You're, you're a detective that can shape shift into every person you come across and then you need to have specific conversations with specific people, and it gets weird and silly, and the storylines are goofy. Um, but that's the that's what's fun about FMV games. Uh, so yeah, I played through that. It has multiple endings, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I don't I don't exactly know how they change or what triggers them to change. Um, I'll probably Paul, I'll probably talk to you afterwards about like who the killer was in your games and whatnot. Sure.
0: Yeah, I got to remember, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything for if anyone's interested. But yeah, if, um, I was playing this on Xbox, so I'm, I, I beat it once. And right now I'm just kind of skipping through my second playthrough to kind of get some of the achievements I missed and see some of the other paths that I missed out on. Right. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, that's a good part. There's one part where Jenks does a very, like, Jenks thing. Uh, I wish there was more of that. Uh, it involves with him with, like, two photographs. Are you remembering any of this, Paul? Nope. Okay. Well. Anyway, um, yeah,
1: that's the shape-shifting detective, and that's a that's a good time. All right, John, tell us all about Pax East. All right, let's do it. First and foremost, what Pax East? To remember, nice, sweet impact of that. No, um... <laughs> we. And all you got was lactose intolerance. All I got was lactose intolerance. It was great. No, yeah. uh oh, and and Concord. Great together. I went up early for a couple of days to go visit uh, my mother-in-law. So we hung out there for a bit. Did a bit of gaming there and on the way to PAX East. I played Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, which is the Power Rangers fighting game that came out. Right. Yeah. Right. Like a week or two ago. It exists. <laughs> it exists. Mm. It is a budget fighter, um, yeah. but it is kind of fun for what it is. Like if you're just looking for like a cheap fighting game, it might be up your alley. But it's not going to be the next Marvel or anything like that unless they put a lot of work into it. Um, Do you like it? I thought it was fun for what it is, but it only has like eight characters right now. Nine, I think, actually. So and I, there's a season pass you can get that adds another three down the line. So my my issue with the game is you can tell it's a studio that really wanted to make a good fighting game, but they don't have the experience or the budget okay so like there's there's moments of a good game in there but i think it's just a little buried unfortunately so maybe if they're allowed to make a new one or if they get to do more seasons of dlc maybe it'll be worth picking up but right now it's like it's like 20 bucks isn't it yeah american yeah it's 20 bucks yeah
2: if if you're a power rangers fan though is there anything there or is there cool nostalgia
1: stuff it's all right like almost everyone's mighty morphin um Trying to think of who aren't. Magna Defender, uh one of the characters from SBD Cat. Uh, they have a bunch of the like, comic book characters, so Lord like Dracon, which is like evil Tommy. Right. And uh Goldar is playable. Uh the Mastodon sentries, which are from like the Lord Dracon storylines, and the Ranger Slayers, which are just reskins of uh the Black Ranger and the Pink Ranger, basically. Sorry, I'm also checking uh, housing stuff at the same time. Uh yeah, so like it's okay. It's a it's a decent beat-em-up. I also spent time playing through obviously the game we're gonna be talking about for the Patreon podcast after, which is Ape Out. And yep. uh I played through Shantae Half Genie Hero on the Switch. Alright. I think that's what you were playing before you left. Um yeah, I just started going back to it and then I just on the trip I actually managed to finish th- th- two of the modes cuz I there's all uh, 10 modes in the game. So I beat wow. I beat normal story mode and I beat risky boots mode uh, and I started working on friends to the end mode. And then there's like another six or seven modes left in that game as well. There's a lot of content in that game, but each play through the game gets progressively shorter and shorter, so yeah. Ranger Slayer is actually brainwashed. Kimberly turned good. Oh, okay. All right, got some Power Rangers fans in the chat. I guess I haven't read the comics, with that but the Dracon story, so I don't know. But yeah, no, Shantae's fun. Uh, recommend it. I'm excited for Shantae Five. I found it funny. I was playing through four when five got announced. Other than that, I actually went and played new stuff at PAX East. Nice. Let's talk There's about some it. Cool
2: things on this list.
1: All right, let's talk about first and foremost. Uh, Apparently, this was uh, the renaissance year for Ninja Gaiden-style 2D platformers because there was uh, Cyber Shadow. There was the Messenger's DLC, Picnic Panic, and there was Katana Zero. Now, I didn't bother playing Katana Zero because that's out in like a week. But I did play... That one's like super like neon-y, isn't it? Yeah, but like it's very much like a hack and slash kind of... Uh, game was also like super ha- brutally hard yep uh cyber shadow i played it uh i said i compared it to ninja gaiden but really it played more like Shatterhand for those who are up on their nes games uh it's it's a ninja game you run around you have shurikens you have blades and stuff um you buy power-ups by with getting collectibles there's hidden walls you can break down for secrets and stuff like that it's got knockback insta-kill it's a brutally hard platformer but at the same time like seemed fair in a way because it was it was letting you restart the stage with no life counter. Okay. So it definitely seemed like it would be uh, interesting to pick up. I'm excited for when that comes out but they have no release date for that other than this year. Uh, the Messenger Picnic Panic this was the DLC for uh, the Messenger which is currently slated for summer I believe is what they said. Um. Yeah I don't know is this free? Yes. If you have the game, it's free DLC. I thought it was free. Okay. The demo they had there um, was just the first stage of the game, which is like a Turbo Tunnel style mini game where you uh, are jumping up and down, dodging uh, like obstacles and like jumping on enemies to kill them. And then you have to fight a boss like that. So that was, I enjoyed that. It was a nice challenge. Um, The only problem was the demo they had there was you choose which one you wanted to play, the original game's demo or the uh, new DLC demo. And one demo was way longer than the other. (laughs) So waiting in line for what I thought would have been short took a lot longer than it needed to. Oh, wait. So the Picnic Panic was longer? No, Picnic Panic was shorter. It was the the actual Messenger demo. Because everyone kept coming up to play the original Messenger game demo and oh, everyone weird. was not very good at the original messenger demo so it kept going basically any idea when this takes place um I bl- they showed the intro in the demo and i believe it's a, an alternate timeline oh just, just okay just so it doesn't even matter yeah basically they're just like yeah fuck it all right side story sure can't blame them yep uh what else it's probably easiest. I played a Contra-like game called Iron Meat. Uh, Screenwave Media is publishing this out. They're the same guys who are publishing uh, Angry Beauty Game Nerd 1 and 2 Deluxe Edition for the Switch and uh, Eagle Island. Iron Meat is basically Contra 3. That is straight up, it's Contra 3. You have two weapons you can pick up and swap between them. You got a bunch of robots and gross alien shit to blow up with your guns. The only thing it doesn't have is locking your fire in the same direction, which I've forgotten how much I enjoyed that ability in Contra games, so it feels really hard to do that.
0: This looks like a okay. shameless copy, yeah, to be honest. I'm looking at it honestly, right now.
1: Honestly, <laughs> yeah, but I'm also kind of okay with it. Yeah, it, It's weird. There was like two or three different Contra-like games there, too. There was the one that uh, the devs of like Odalis and uh, Oniken are working on yeah. from something... Chrome, I can't remember. Chrome Squad. I'm yes, that's wrong. the one. Chrome, like Chrome Warriors or something like that. I can't remember what it is. But uh, it just it was weird to be like, why are there so many Contra-like games suddenly just coming out? That looked good. Finding finding pictures of this game is hard because after the first yeah. eight, it switches to Meet again. It is a little uh, weird. The name is a little strange.
2: Yeah, any any idea what that even means? Did they explain that?
1: No, there was no storyline that I saw. And as far as I could tell, I was playing as a robot. So. I'm looking at this one enemy boss and it
2: seems like a like a bus scorpion hybrid. So maybe it's something to do with
1: that. Probably. I also played. I actually had an interview and everything uh, for Earth Defense Force Iron Rain. So this is a new EDF game. Uh, it comes wait like you interviewed someone yeah i actually got to introduce or interview rather the uh, producer and the creator of earth defense force he was there and uh, i talked to the community manager i'm like hey i want to i want to stream edf out my community loves edf and he was like okay cool we can set that up uh also do you want to just interview the creator i'm like okay sure so i got to meet him that was really cool like you filmed an interview or something yeah they they had gear with uh, with them to record it so (laughs) i have recorded footage of me interviewing the creative earth defense force and ask him questions about the new game what do you what are you planning to do with that i don't know <laughs> probably <laughs> okay, show yeah, probably show like, a bit of it on stream or something i don't know
2: okay yeah because i was like you don't really interview yeah you don't really I, I, do don't, like I don't like i don't platform i
1: know but i was just they were just like do you want to do this i'm like i'm okay with just beating him and He And was like no we'll record it if you want I'm like okay <laughs> so i just have this footage right. now yeah uh nice it seems funny to be getting a new earth defense force considering earth defense force 5 came out four months ago but uh there's a gap like i think there's like a two-year gap between the games in japan so this is mostly a worldwide release we're getting now uh i think it might be
0: better actually it looks really good
1: it does look really good uh it's shorter which is i think a bit of a bummer and a bit not There's a proper character creator. Like there's different like male and female body types. There's a bunch of different armor designs you can pick, which are all throwbacks to the old games and some new ones. Uh, it's a different dev working on it this time. It's yukes instead of sandlot. Uh, it's up to six players online for co-op eight for multiplayer, like four V four, uh, squad based combat. Uh, I think they said there's only going to be about 30 stages for the storyline though. So that's the trade-off is that it's going to be shorter, but it ranks you now depending on how you play through the game. So that unlocks extra things. You pick up actual currency to unlock stuff instead of having to just find the uh the med kits and picking those up and hoping your class gets a one-on-one ratio on those or not. I'm I'm hey. real uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, If I am not sick next Friday when it comes out, I'm going to stream it. Maybe even earlier if I'm lucky.
0: This guy's riding an ant.
1: Yeah, that's one of the new classes they put in. You literally can just control an ant and start just fucking shit up. Uh, Yeah, they renamed a bunch of the characters like the Wing wing Divers like something else now. Oh, this is the big thing. Uh, Every unit can use every other unit's weapons. So now you're not limited to just like being a soldier if you want the rocket launcher or being like the the vehicle summoner if you want to have the cool shit like that you you just no matter what class you are you can just kind of fuck around with that so flying around that's as a wing diver and using like bazookas was really fun yeah that's huge For sure. there's also like an an overdrive system where like you you reload your weapons ultra fast if you're a wing diver, you don't run out of flight power and stuff like that. It's it's like a panic attack that everyone gets or panic move. To Is get that Godzilla? Out like
0: what the fuck was that?
1: E, probably because that's been in a couple EDF games.
0: It's a big lizard of some sort, anyway.
1: Yeah, that's probably either way. Like it, it seems like it's going to be good. It comes out next week. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, this I expect looks me good. to stream that if I'm feeling good.
0: This one I'll pick what up. Else? I didn't pick up five.
1: I have picked up five, but I never played it, so I feel bad. Yeah, but the, they said this a bonus interview get all that get all the hot scoops. Yeah, so the the creator was like, "Hey, I we well, we wanted we know that people like the series in the U.S., but we wanted to try a spinoff that's more geared towards the U.S. audience, which is why they made this one, and it's got like a lot more quality of life upgrades than what the Sandlot normal games have. So, uh, yeah, like if you if you kind of like EDF and find it a little squirrely, maybe try this one out. Because it might answer, fix some of the problems you have with the series. I don't know. I was enjoying it. Um, Yeah, it looks good. I got to try out Indivisible and Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. They're both being published by 505. So they had a little time for me to go check out stuff. Indivisible is the game that the Skullgirls devs are currently working on. It's a Kickstarter game. It plays like Valkyrie Profile, but it's also a Metroidvania at the same time.
0: This is the one where you switch between the different party members, right? For attacks? Yeah, it's yeah. Valkyrie Profile. I love the yeah. way this one looks.
1: Yeah, uh, It plays real fun. I liked it. Uh, little jank in some of the combat things I had to figure out. But that's because I just haven't played a Valkyrie Profile style game. So I, I didn't know like the demo threw me in a little bit later. And I, I was like partway through someone's demo. So I didn't know all the moves. So someone had to guide me a little bit. So I had to figure out like, okay, this character, if you use this like combination of buttons, like down and attack, they'll heal us. But if you do up an attack, they'll break like the guard of the enemy you're fighting and stuff like that. There's like a parry system where if you do it perfectly, you actually heal instead of taking damage, stuff like that. Like it, it seemed fun. As someone who's known about Valkyrie Profile but never actually played it, it kind of got me interested in those games. So that seems worth it.
0: Man, I like the art
1: style they, so much on this game. Yeah. That
0: those creators know how to do animations for fighting so well. Good lord.
1: Yeah, True. I also had to play Bloodstained Ritual of the Night for a bit. Uh, I'm still super pumped for that game. That game, honestly, honest to God, felt like I was playing Symphony of the Night again. Like It had that feeling down pat real well, but just felt like a more modern version of it, so I'm excited for that. I don't know what else to say other than that it controlled really good, movement was fun and fast, bunch of different weapons, and I glitched the game. That's all I can say. <laughs> Oh, really? What what happened? I used a weapon while going through a doorway that uh, got me stuck in between screen transitions. So, But apparently this is oh, okay. also the demo they had for a while, so like that's been fixed by a long time ago. Is that coming out in July? Uh, I want to say June, actually. June, okay. Well, that game
2: should finally come out. It's been long enough.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, Wonderling is another game I played. Uh, my buddy Gerard and Alex uh, from Completionist and Super Beard Bros are helping with this one. Uh, this is a a game where you basically play as like a Goomba, and you're trying to get revenge. Oh, like I've always wanted. I know, but you're trying to get revenge on like the enemy, or I guess the good guy. Technically, they're trying to save okay. the princess, and you're trying to stop them. But um, you were actually like an enemy that was killed and then given back powers. The power is that you can jump, but you constantly are running forward. You cannot turn around unless you hit a wall. So you have to platform through like this world where uh, there's all like these spikes and things that will try to kill you, but your only power is just like jumping while running like automatically. But then you pick up other things later on, like the ability to fly for a little bit of time, like a midair dash, like stuff like that. Uh, it was really fun. Oh, so so but, it's a runner. It sounds like a runner. Sort of, but like it's a platforming runner because it's like, it's like, uh, super meat boy Super Boy that's a better comparison to me boy forever but not okay. but not as brutal i guess like imagine a slower paced game like that <clears throat> might be a better well, i haven't even i haven't played forever so Fair. i don't even really know where's that game at uh it was supposed to come out this month but they delayed it i think yesterday oh okay <laughs> They they were on pace to hit April, but the they want to just make sure it's actually good when it comes out. Like to fix all the bugs, they wanted to delay it by at least a month. Yeah, no, um, cool. there was a couple other things I played, but I do not for the life of me remember their names because um, I caught them last minute for a quick demo. But uh, pretty much everything I played at PAX I enjoyed. So yeah, good right. good PAX. There was like a lot of indie stuff. Video. Lots of indie stuff that was real good, and there's so much indie stuff I saw that I never even got a chance to touch um of course the the show floor was kind of crazy this year because there's no twitch booth but all that space got taken up by like oculus the facebook game and oculus had a huge mm-hmm. booth like gigantic um, Okay, I'm trying to think of what else sony was there with some stuff microsoft was sure, there Fortnite had a big booth and there's a bunch of games like that had demos i never even saw like someone told me samurai showdown had a demo i had no idea what booth that was even in uh, almost everything had huge lines I was super disappointed I didn't get to play Streets of Rage 4 or uh, Windjammers 2 because that lineup okay. for that booth was always over 90 minutes wow Yeah, it, that's insane it, it was crazy but no, uh, lots of cool stuff coming out this year a lot of smaller cool stuff exciting and that should wrap up all of them playing
2: let's do some news all right, what do I got here? Uh, some people found maybe what the next Assassin's Creed is going to be based on some stuff inside of Division 2. Um, it's looking like it's going to be uh Viking themed, okay, uh, cool. codenamed Valhalla,
0: sure. Uh,
2: which that sounds good to me. I liked God of War quite a bit, so uh. I'm ready for some more Viking stuff. Why not? Um, and no word on when that's coming out. We know there's no Assassin's Creed this year. So theoretically next year we'll get an a Vikings Assassin's Creed game. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Nintendo announced that Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild will be getting updates that will support the new Labo VR Super Mario Odyssey is getting just like a side, like few little stages that'll work with the VR, its own separate thing. Surprisingly, Breath of the Wild is going to be fully supporting VR. You can play that whole game in VR. This is kind of crazy. Sounds absolutely insane. Um, I'm super curious what that's going to be like, because that can't be a great VR experience. Uh, with like the low resolution of that screen and whatnot, <laughs> um, they don't really show what any of these will look like. They kind of just have the games and they say, this will also be VR. So who knows? Um, the VR goggles are launching April 12th as a reminder, <clears throat> but, um, I'm actually kind of interested in that. Um, cause I would, I'm curious what those two experiences would be like. Mm-hmm. I guess guess we'll find out. Uh, The Valve Index, which I didn't look into this at all, really. Um, But I guess this is Valve's in-house VR headset. Uh, Coming or it's shipping June 15th. Uh, Pretty interesting. it's, It's weird how we always just think about like the Vive in relation to steams vr but that's you know that's htc um i mean this is their own one which uh, i'm now saying this tweet is not linking to any of it so i can't get any of the info what is this index give me some info on it i do know that it's uh what's the term outside in tracking so it still requires uh camera sensors As opposed to like the ocul the ripped S, which is inside out tracking. Hmm. And why why are none of these sites giving me any? Are you
0: sure this, this wasn't an April Fools joke? Because it was posted on April Fools and none of these sites work.
2: No, the one of the Steam still has it up. Store.steam powered valve index. Upgrade your experience May, May twenty nineteen. Okay. Pretty sure this is not a Because when I it.
0: click on that, nothing it doesn't take me anywhere.
2: Well, it takes I'm gonna send me to you the this main link s- in the Discord.
0: Oh wait, can you see links in the Discord? Uh not without breaking video, so no.
1: Okay.
2: Um Well, I don't know how to get you this link, but uh What if you just search the store for index? Does it come up then? I'll take a look. Nope. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> Great. That's cool. Um
0: I don't trust anything that was posted on April 1st on the internet. That's just a thing.
2: I'm looking... Well, it's... If you go to store.steampower.com slash sale slash valve underscore index, there's a site. There's a webpage. Okay. Um, I don't... I'm kind of... I'm confused why it's so hard. It's not even in their hardware section. What is going on with this? Maybe this is an April Fool's joke.
0: Because somebody posted a picture of the about the hardware, it says the lorem ipsum thing that is a copy pasta for before putting in your normal stuff. I'm pretty sure this was an April Fool's joke.
2: I don't think so. Okay. Anyway. I guess we'll find out more. I'm seeing other articles now talking that it was uh, published by mistake and then quickly taken down. Could
0: be. Go on sale June 15th. I mean, we'll see. Uh, They'll come back up if it's true. So that's fine.
2: Yeah. PC specs are here, which is not terribly interesting. Uh, Accompanying Knuckles controllers. Oh, the full reveal is going to happen on May 1st. Oh, sounds like. Okay.
0: So I guess we'll find out in a month. So they probably screwed uh, up and put like 0401 instead of 0501 for like a release or something.
2: N- yeah, maybe on the on the website. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways, we'll yeah we'll talk about more of that we'll talk about that more next month for sure. Uh, this is not super interesting, but Starlink is going to stop per, uh, making toys for.
0: Any future updates? I forgot they did that, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, if you don't remember what Starlink is, that's that Ubisoft spaceship game where you, like, attached the ship to your controller and then you attached, like, little toy pieces to the ship and that would, like, change your ship in the, in-game. the uh, in They're going to stop making toys for it. Which I don't think that's very surprising. I don't know anyone who talks about this game, but... That's the only place you can get your Star Fox action on, I guess. Yep. So, Star Fox fans. Um, I would say probably the most interesting news this week was this Anthem story uh, over on Kotaku from Jason Schreier. Once again, Jason Schreier just putting in work, putting in some real good scoops. Um, he published this real long, extensive look at kind of what happened to Anthem and why it ended up being the way like the way it turned out when it launched <clears throat> and still kind of is, it's still a weirdly broken game. I have a lot of conflicting thoughts on Anthem. It's, it's a weird thing. I, I want Anthem to be good. Um, I'm not going to really, I'm not going to summarize this article, but if, because I guess kind of PSA, if you're, if if you were interested in and curious about Anthem and, and what went wrong and you, you kind of like behind the scenes looks at some game development stuff, I would definitely recommend this Kotaku Anthem article Um, sounds pretty similar to like what happened with uh, mass effect Andromeda Uh, and they even touch on that kind of stuff there uh, in it. Um, One thing I thought was super interesting um, that I'll just kind of pick out of this article was uh, apparently a bunch of the devs wanted dragon age inquisition to fail um, because it was this horrible work environment that led to it, but then it ended up being super well received so they just kind of the management just kept going with it because they, you know, got positive reinforcement, obviously. So I thought that was pretty interesting, but yeah, check that out if you're interested. Uh, the Genesis Mini uh, has been announced. I don't think the full list of games has been announced. Nope,
1: they've only listed 10 games per region. Right, so there's a U.S.
2: version region and a Japanese region. Um, is there a Europe one this time? Yep. So they've done 10 for all three. Is that the case? Japan, Europe, and North America. Yep. Right. Uh, from what I understand, North America is getting the three button controller and Japan's getting the six button controller.
1: I've also heard that. And that's frustrating because the six button controller is way better. Yep. So I've been hearing, so I understand the D pad is better
2: on the six button controller. Yes. Miles -hmm. better. Um, but what I was hearing is there's not a lot of, like, six-button games that are you would super want, at least not the Genesis version of them. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of the argument. Yeah, but why bother with the other two, then? I don't know. I I don't know why you don't just do the six-button controller. Um, But I, I the argument out of the D-pad is, you know, that's not okay. What if they just improved the D-pad but still
1: gave you the three-button controller, like they gave you this weird hybrid? Then I'd probably be okay with it. But the other right. thing is, like, they shrunk down the face buttons to a slightly smaller size. So it doesn't, it's not. As really? Much, yeah. So it's not Why? as much of a reach to actually hit some of the other buttons. Like, the, the A, B, and C on the three button are pretty big compared to the six buttons where they're, like, smaller and more comfortable and easier to hit two at once. Okay.
2: So you're saying they're smaller on the new three button No, controller. they're
1: they're smaller on the six button because they're meant to be because like they made it easier to just hit the buttons in general on that oh you're saying back in the day yeah
2: when they were okay okay. I thought you meant on this no no the new one as far as I'm aware of is pretty much one to one well I would hope so right that's that's kind of the whole point of these things um all right I have a list of the games for the US version I don't have the list for the other ones but I'll read these ones Altered Beast Castlevania Bloodlines Comics Zone Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine Echo the Dolphin, Gunstar Heroes, Shining Force, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Harrier 2, and Toejam and Earl. A strong list so far. Um I guess what would you guys what do you guys want? What else do you want on there? They said there's gonna be forty games? Yeah, I think. So, 40.
0: so the Japanese one has Sonic two, Puyo Puyo Two, Shining Force, Castlevania Bloodlines, Powerball, Gunstar Heroes, Comic Zone, Renta hero Space Harrier Two, and Matomano Guitari Ichi great.
2: Thank you. Good. Um, so some crossover already. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have Sonic one. It'll have
1: Sonic
0: one. Probably, but There's it no just way. said Sonic two was the one that was, uh, announced for them.
1: It'll probably have all three. They just have to, uh, get the licensing stuff for the music of three straightened out and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, what other games do you guys want on this thing? <clears> hmm. <throat> Gunstar Heroes, I think, was already announced, so that's covered. Yep. Uh, Yep, that's on the list. Alien Soldier, maybe? Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3.
2: Well, you have to pick 30 new games. What 30 other... Name 40 Genesis games that are worth it, that are worth playing. I could not do that.
1: I could do that, but you'd have to give me a hot minute to start thinking about it.
2: (laughs) I don't, I don't know enough about the Genesis library. Uh, I definitely did not own... I don't think I've even played 40 different Genesis games.
1: I, that wouldn't surprise me. There's a lot more uh, Super Nintendo and Nintendo fans than there are Genesis fans.
0: But you, Genesis has Do you think Alex Kidd will be released at all?
1: Probably. Um, I'm trying to remember what one is actually on the Genesis, though.
0: Yeah, I don't remember that either.
1: Because most of those were Master System. Rolling Thunder. I played that game. Yeah, that'd be fun. Rolling Thunder 2 or 3. 3, I think, was made just for Genesis, so probably that. Um, Yeah, like, most of the stuff that Treasure did, like Dynamite Heady, the Streets of Rage games. I'm trying to think of stuff that's not
2: multi-plat. Or if it is multi-platformer, at least the good version was the Genesis one. What's that?
1: That depends on Mortal who you Some people like Earthworm. Didn't that have the blood? Yeah, Mortal Kombat had the blood. Earthworm Jim had the extra stage. Um, a lot of schmups on there. Like, give me Lightning Force or like Thunder Force Three stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think like what I even owned on my Genesis. Kid Chameleon will probably be there. Time ago. Isn't
1: there like an Aladdin
2: game everyone likes? Yep.
0: Yep.
1: Mutant League Football, Mutant League Hockey. Ranger what's X. The pr- what's the price on this? Apparently Wonder, it was Alex Kidd in the
0: Enchanted Castle. Was the Genesis have no one. That one.
2: It's going to be about $80 US. Okay. Um, so about the same price as the that, NES for, Classic. For the,
1: the NES Classic was uh, $60, was not it? I might be thinking Canadian yeah. price. I might be thinking Canadian price. Yeah. I think you're thinking. Because I know that the um, SNES for, classic is like 120 Canadian.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't remember the SNES. Uh that's the two the two controller version, by the way. Uh one controller version will be sixty dollars US. Twenty dollars for a, a Genesis controller. Hmm. Seems a bit high. Um 40 games kind of kinda of worries me. I know it's more than the uh, all the other ones have done. But then you're almost getting up there to like the hundred games in one territory. And those are just bad.
1: Well, here's the thing. Like Sega does collections like that this all the time. So. Like, mm-hmm. is it going to be? It seems like so far it's going to be different enough because they got Castlevania for starters. Probably they'll probably try to get Contra Hardcore as well like just to get all the Konami stuff they can. Sure. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Are you going to get it, John? You you, you buy all these. Probably. Even if it's
1: bad? Probably. You bought a PlayStation one. I did because I heard it was easily hackable. (laughs) Okay. Did you hack yours? I haven't opened it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) it's currently in a storage box because everything I'm packing is uh, packing up right now. All right.
2: Uh, Last but not least, and probably most importantly, they've announced the Jackbox Party Pack 6 is coming this fall. Nice. Wow, really Absolutely nice. no info about it. There's a picture of five dogs on their Twitter when they announced it. I don't know what that means. Um, actually, I, I want to say they started, I heard some of the sequels that were announced and it was like Murder Party 2 was coming. Nice. And stuff like that, which that was a good one. Um, but anyway, I'm just excited that more Jackbox is coming. That was great. So, yeah, bring it on. Agreed. All right, let's do some questions. Let's start off with some um, episode names, though. All right. And these are two weeks old, so it's going to be even harder to remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Okay. So, starting from January uh, 27th, welcome to the first episode of Top Down Perspective. And I'm assuming that context for that is because it was the first one after we had done the game of the year. So the year can officially start again or something. Or are we restarting? I don't know. When was when did we say season two started? I don't know. Like maybe that was that episode. The first maybe episode. That one? Yeah. I thought
2: that was more recent. That's my guess. Something about the season two.
0: Anyways, that's my guess anyway. uh, Context. Uh, stumbling a bit during the intro, you said this was your first episode and ran with it for a while. Okay.
2: I don't remember that at all.
0: Yeah, me neither. Uh, four days later, because apparently our schedules were kind of messed up or something, on the 31st, Dabness Returns was the episode name. Dabness Returns.
1: I have literally no idea. Almost well, sounds me like either. we're making a parody of Alice Madness Returns, but with. Oh, actually yeah. I think that's what it is. I think we're talking about American yeah. McGee's the Kickstarter. Yeah. And they had like a dab or something in it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we that seems right.
2: I don't remember a dab being in it, but okay. Uh
0: the title of a video by American McGee about his upcoming Alice project that's confusing and probably a
2: scam. <laughs> he he called the video Dabness Returns? Apparently.
1: Amazing. Okay. Handling the media for it. Yeah.
2: I do remember us being just yeah. dumbfounded about that whole thing.
0: <laughs> February seventh, Dracula's trapped by the honor system. Suckers. Dracula's trapped <sighs> by the honor system.
1: I have no clue. Me
0: neither. Uh, you got a question about I've... Andy Club? Clem- Sorry.
1: Never mind. You got it
0: oh okay you got a question about anticlimactic final boss areas Paul mentioned in DuckTales you just climb a rope and grab a treasure in a race against Dracula <laughs> yeah
2: I don't even remember that
0: Uh, next week on the 14th of February it's like the Fortnite
1: <laughs> the hell are we, we, talk we talking about we're talking about Apex
0: probably Probably trying oh, to, like, yeah, maybe. Okay. describe it to somebody who's not into gaming, I'm assuming.
1: Okay.
2: That's probably it, yeah.
0: Context. An E3 question came in. Sean and Paul were talking about casual audiences and what they know when it comes to major game news. This is how Sean thinks a casual would describe Apex. So, yeah. yeah
2: that's definitely how they would describe Apex. It's
0: like the Fortnite. Yeah. Yep. February 21st, the U.S. government got copy claimed. This was because they had a site... With uh recycling or something, I remember this because I thought it was hilarious, and they oh right, someone wrote in, and it was like,
2: they took Yoshi's Islands music, music yeah, or something yeah, like that.
0: yeah, something like that, uh context A story came in where the EPA stole Yoshi's Island music for a game about recycling. Oh, it was a game about recycling, my bad uh february twenty eighth my favorite thing to do on a Friday night is get into that gamer state. I think I said that yeah and I don't remember why I think it was about somebody asking something about how do you like get good at video games or something you kind of like go into like just
2: no you know what I think it was I think it was someone asking like um it wasn't like it wasn't the gaming sins but it was like how do you like not mess up when you're um, yeah like concentrating yeah when you're
0: concentrating yeah you get into that and gamer you state. You've got to get in the gamer state. Yeah, I think you're right. Context a question came in. asking talking about the Zen like trance you get into while gaming Sean opted to call this sensation gamer state.
2: <laughs> Gross.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh March seventh, SAD box. And this was the uh driveless Xbox, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, that sounds
2: Oh right. yes, because that's a, it, it abbreviates to SAD box, right? Yeah.
0: So context, you got all digital. You guys were talking about the discless Xbox, which abbreviated to X-Bone Sad. Sean went a, stop, a step further and called it the sad box. And then last week, I'm glad my car can't floss.
1: Right, I guess not last I mean, I was, week. I two weeks ago. For this, so,
0: oh, it would have been the last week you were here. I think it would have been three weeks ago. Yeah, the 14th it? of March. Uh, I'm glad my car can't floss. Something to do with ninja, I guess. Probably.
1: Ninja. Floss Fortnite.
0: Order. Whatever. I give up. I don't think so. Okay, what is it? You were talking about the dismissal of the Fortnite dance's lawsuit. Sean made a joke about how you can still floss in Fortnite, but not but not in Forza Horizon. That's when John said yep. this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay there you, now go. I remember that now. there you go i don't at all still <laughs> was i gone for that one i bet i was gone for that one the i think you were gone for that one i think that's the one i, I was Think streaming. you were yeah i
1: think you were yep
2: all right uh if people want to send questions in uh it is top perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter uh the discord channel or john's po box i'll read this first one from Disney. Who says, thoughts on the Flames this year? Number I mean, they're the district. doing. Yeah, they're doing very good. The flames being. The Calgary, Calgary Flames. flames yeah. The hockey, hockey team. team. Yeah. How big is the district? 12 teams. Is it all? Of, is it all the Canadian teams? No, no, no. Is that the district? Like West
1: Coast, East Coast.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. I don't know how they're split up, so. So what do you think? Are they going to win it all?
1: Western Conference right now. uh, Yeah. Calgary is definitely leading. Holy shit. By a lot. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. They clinched it too. They've got uh, the conference. Flames, Well done. I'd heard they were doing Mm -hmm. good. I didn't realize they were doing this good. Does that mean they're going to win everything? No, but it means they've got a good chance.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're going to win everything? No, because I know the the flames. Yeah. Oh, Who's who's the guy to beat?
1: Let's see what's going on in the Eastern Conference right now. Who's anyone clinched that yet? No, no one's got it clinched yet. Oh, uh, actually, never mind. What it's about the Vegas Knights? I hear they're Tampa. Good. Jeez. 126 points so far this season. Flames, by comparison, have 107.
2: Okay, that doesn't seem too far off. Uh, last Boston I checked. also has
1: 107.
0: The Vegas Knights weren't doing as good as last year. Last year seemed like no. kind of a fluke.
1: They lost a okay. bunch of their players because they were all one year contracts.
0: Mm hmm.
1: But they are still, like, confirmed for the playoff spot, so they'll be making it to the playoffs this year.
0: Yeah, they're doing fine, but they're not, like, the god team they were. Yeah. You know what? I think the Flames could do very well this year, actually. Like, yeah, I guess we'll have to see, I suppose. But, like, if Tampa's doing that well... Maybe it'll be like two thousand three or four, whenever that was again. The giant upset. It'd be,
1: it'd be funny if it was literally that just rematch at the end again.
0: <laughs> I can't. I can't do it again. <laughs> I can't do it again. I can't lose in game seven. The Stanley Cup in game seven to Tampa again. I can't go mm-hmm. through it. <laughs> They're doing very good. Thank you for your question. Uh, late One Rex says, asks, Ap- favorite April Fool's joke this year, if you don't have one, favorite general joke. I really hope this Steam thing was an April Fool's joke, because then maybe that because it seemed so real. But, um... Honestly, I've tried to stay away from the internet on April Fool's. I fucking hate the internet yeah, on I April Fool's. See a,
2: I didn't see a ton of them. Was, um... Oh. The Siege Rainbow mm-hmm. thing, was that real, or was that a joke?
0: Yeah, no. The... They reskinned the plane to just be this like toy plane in like the child's bedroom from house. And it's just like pink with ponies and like flowers and stuff all over it. And everybody's so it's real, it's super real. Yeah, and it's still going on. Okay. You can play till re- the eighth,
2: right? They released that on the first. Uh- I'll say that.
0: Yeah, that is actually a stupid fun mode. That's fun. I mean, it was just just skinning They didn't change the mode. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just reskinning. It's hostage where the hostage is a person in a bear outfit. You have to go save Mister Bear. Hot. Yep.
2: Favorite April Fool joke, John.
1: Uh. Lord of the Rings cart racing.
2: Did, did you see that this year, or was that from long, a while ago? Long
1: time ago. This year's. Uh, I mostly avoided it this year, but I got punked by one, which pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> do you want to share? I got caught by the Jet Set Radio Future one that uh, one of the Jet Set Radio accounts tweeted out. But it got me like April 3rd or 4th because I was at the live show and I was just killing time before we had to go on stage. And as someone linked me the posts and I didn't uh-huh. have time to check it. So I was I just tweeted about it. And then my friends were like, oh, uh, you got played. What was the what was it was it was, this, it, like was a, a new, it was a teaser for the uh, re release of
2: Jet Set Radio Future. <clears throat> I um I saw one that IGN did where everything was coming to the Switch, uh, and they started off with like, "Hey, we're putting all the Zelda games on the Switch," and it's like, "Okay, I mean, I could see that." And then it's like, "We're also putting all the Mario games on the Switch." It's like, "Okay, that's probably something you should do." It's kind of late, but all right. And then they were like, "We're putting Half Life Two on this," and it's like, "Okay, I want to see of that." So I watched about half that video. All right, moving
1: on. John, why don't you take this one from
2: Hebrew Lantern?
1: Hebrew Lantern writes in and says, as I wait out a 30 minute ban in Siege, what is the most you've raged in a game? Definitely thrown my controller a lot.
0: Yeah, I've done that a few times. I don't think I've ever thrown a controller. Oh,
1: I sadly broke the uh, shoulder button on my GameCube controller uh, a week or two ago. Doing what? I I was doing a GameSharks challenge, so I had to play Pinball of the Dead, and it was just, I needed to win the challenge, and I got shit RNG, so I just got pissed and just, like, chucked my controller. But I threw it towards a bunch of soft, like, uh, felt bags, so I was like, it won't take any damage. Uh, picked the controller back up, the, the big old chip out of the shoulder button, 'Cause it ends up I had a hidden like you don't know, remember Duke Nukem Gun forever? There. there was a there was a bust, a stone bust of Duke Nukem hidden under all the bags and it chipped my damn GameCube controller.
2: Damn. Amazing. It's the game that just keeps being bad. <laughs> just keeps going. <sighs> Alright. Uh I don't think I've broken anything. Um I'll, I'll, like, verbally get mad at a game if I'm... If it's just getting, like, ridiculous against me. Mm-hmm. But that's about it for the most part. Paul, you have you broken stuff?
0: I've always thrown controllers, but never, like, broken, because I don't throw them, like, too hard. I didn't want to, like, break a TV or a window or something accidentally, so I never wanted to, like, whip them as hard as I could. Sure. Um... Otherwise, like, just in general, fighting games, you will usually do this. If I'm playing through a story mode, the final boss is always bullshit because they mm-hmm. can, like, read your it's, inputs. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I hate it every goddamn time. Shao Kahn was bad about this and Mortal Kombat. I think 9 and X, uh, whatever the... I, and, he was, And
1: 2 and 3 and so on yeah, and so
0: on. You could game him a little bit more in those, though, because he was stupid, at least, and that the AI just keeps getting better and it's worse. Uh Seth was the worst <laughs> as well. I don't know. Fighting game end bosses are fucking garbage. I hate them so much.
2: Agreed. Uh One Press L two P says if you were to make the story of Smash Ultimate's World of Light into a movie, Avengers parody. I don't really know what that part means. Who would be some of your actors for playing the characters? Um, so are we, we're just doing actors for Smash characters, right? Or does something specific happen in that? Story no, I'm pretty mode sure that's that what they mean more about. or less. Okay, I didn't finish that World of Light. Um, I get all right, so we got to make actors for Smash characters. So, so who's your Kirby? Danny this DeVito. Is the main character. Right? Danny, God yeah, damn it. I was
1: Danny DeVito, yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I can't believe we all thought it because <laughs> it just makes
2: sense. <laughs> um, Okay, and I know as much as we want to, we can't say Danny DeVito for all of them. <laughs> God damn it! Pikachu was the Fuck. other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so we got to pick a Pikachu. I mean, at this, should we just make it Ryan Reynolds just because it's easy at this sure. point? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Um, who's your who's your female, uh, We Fit trainer? Oh.
1: See, I don't watch enough movies to have actors and actresses in mind. Wait, I have one in mind. I just got to remember. Her is this, name this like a live action thing
0: movie. or is this like they're voicing? Yeah, the yeah character. live action. Live action. Okay. It's
2: live action. Okay. It's just like you see Danny DeVito and you just know it's it's Kirby totally. and he's yeah. eating everything somehow. <laughs> yeah, no, Totally. All right. Here's my here's my suggestion, um, Maya Rudolph, okay. for the We Fit trainer.
0: All right. I think
2: that I think that would work.
0: Oh my god! There's so many characters. We're not going to go through all of them. We're not through them okay. all.
2: But
1: okay, you pick the next character. Well, let's do a few. I want Vin Diesel as Captain Falcon just because be so weird. <laughs> okay. What about, like, The Rock for Captain Paul? That would all, you know what? That's actually more acceptable. I'll take that. That's pretty... Yeah, I I'm, like that a lot, actually.
2: Um, um, okay, um, Olimar. Who do you want for Captain Olimar?
0: Vern Troyer. Some of the
2: chat says David Hader is Snake, and I just... I don't think they're getting the joke here. <laughs> um, I mean, Hater has acted... Mm-hmm. Someone says Audrey Plaza for the We Fit Trainer. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take Audrey Plaza anyway. I can get her. So. Who's who would the guy Will who Smith plays? play
0: is the best
1: question. <laughs> I was about to say, who, who's the guy who played uh, Hiccup in How to Train Your Dragon? Jay Baruchel oh, man, or something like that? He'd be a good Olimar.
2: Okay, sure, I'll take that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Elijah Wood yeah, is can Olimar. Yeah, I that.
2: It- Elijah Wood. Uh, Elijah Wood is Olimar. That's another strong <laughs> Olimar. Okay, so we got to give Will Smith a role yeah, uh, for some reason. All right. Uh, who, who does Will Smith play?
1: I want him to be an anime character, so he's got to be a Fire Emblem guy. Or, okay, <laughs> how before that, how does Pokemon Trainer
2: sound? <laughs> That's also really good. Technically an anime character. <laughs>
1: Yo, Pikachu, let's go. Um,
2: someone says Will Smith as Bowser. Mm. How about uh, you guys might know, I'm going to say uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, who was Kingpin on the Daredevil series and Netflix as Bowser.
0: Okay.
2: I feel like he has the presence for it. Someone says Will Smith is Pit. Uh, I think we got Will Smith, but we should come up with a Pit. A Pit?
1: <clears throat> and I who, and I have one in mind, but I want to hear your guys' suggestions. Who's the dude who plays first. Spider-Man right now?
2: Tom Holland? Yes. That's a good Pit. Yeah. It's, it's almost too good of an answer,
1: actually.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the super muscled uh, Zach Efron. <laughs> he can be Dark Pit. Sure, that's Tom Holland and Dark Pit. Yeah, that's a good mix. (laughs) Like the only similarity is they're like both brunette. Okay, any other any other characters we
0: should do? Um, I'm trying to think of a role for John Cena through the characters. John Cena,
1: Samus. Sh- yeah Sam- uh,
2: all right, sure. Samus or Zero Suit Samus? I, I Zero suit. To take your pick, really. Zero suit Samus. There you
1: go.
2: Mm-hmm. We got Jack Black as Bowser, Michael C- <laughs> Sarah
1: as Villager, John Cena as Little Max, actually not a bad <clears throat> choice. Or Incineroar. Incineroar, because it's actually a wrestler. Yep.
0: Sure. I'm down. Okay. Yep. Yep.
2: yep. Done a lot of the Pokemon though. Yeah, oh, it's because um, there's a lot of Pokemon. There, yeah, yeah. Okay, Ridley. That's it. this is a hard one. Who who would you make Ridley?
1: Who's the dude who uh, did in Sh- The Shape of Water? The monster for that, and like Pan's Labyrinth and all that. Uh, that you mean the actor? Yeah.
2: I don't know who the actor was for the. He's, the he was also
1: like order. Abe from Hellboy and a bunch of other ones. I can never remember his damn name. I don't know who that is. Uh, Doug Jones. Yeah, there you go. Doug right? Jones. He does good work for like monsters once, so he'd be a great Ridley. Okay. All right. That's actually just like a
2: like a smart answer.
0: I was going to say Willem Dafoe.
1: Also a decent one.
2: William, that would so I like. No offense to John, I like William Dafoe just as, that face as a Ridley. That not only that face, but like the Green Goblin kind of oh, just man. looks like Ridley.
0: Oh right, yeah, yeah.
2: <clears throat> that dude has such a weird look to him. Yeah, man. he that Smile. Yep. I'm playing. I'm playing through Detroit: Become Human right now. I've only just touched it a bit, um, but every time I'm, I'm just constantly thinking of Ellen Page and William Defoe <laughs> in Beyond. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Someone says, uh, Neil Patrick Harris is Jigglypuff. We got a Robert Downey Jr. as Luigi. They mentioned Andy circus. That would have been a good Ridley or any kind of creature. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's let's last one who Steve Buscemi has to be in this movie. Uh Who does he play? Ness yeah i'll take it yep, yep. hello fellow <laughs> kids
1: <laughs>
2: what if he plays both ness and, and lucas. um and lucas there's no real change this they just one like, of them has their hat on parent like, like, trap they, they had just filmed him yeah they just <laughs> filmed him twice and put him in the scene parent trap style <laughs> okay um if people want to send in questions for next week it's top down respective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel or John's PO box. What's your game First of the week? I going
1: to look at what I said I played.
2: Mine's going to be The Shape-Shifting Detective.
1: Uh, oh shit. Uh, Earth Defense Force. All right.
2: Cool. Uh that's going to do it for the show. If you're a Patreon person, Uh, Stay tuned for the live show uh, for Ape Out coming up right after this. Otherwise, if you're a less-spending Patreon person, get ready for that audio show coming in the next couple days. Um, But yes, that'll do it. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye.